0: Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all.
1: Welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Hey Kieran, David Hasselhoff is actually a human
0: speedboat and if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that, my friends,
1: is a spoiler. That's exactly right. I have no idea what you're referring to, but I'm presuming it's related to what we're talking about this week. You obviously haven't done your homework, Kieran, because it is I related haven't. to what we're talking about this week, which is? We're talking about the upcoming SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Sponge on the Run. Yes. Now, I don't know if that's a reference to the Wings song or not, but... Bam and on yeah. the run Sponge on the run i hope they do a cover of it in the movie yeah, I hope so too, but I don't think they will because what I think it'd be a missed opportunity. Are kids gonna get wings references? It's for the parents, Kieran. You gotta
0: yeah. have something for the parents to enjoy.
1: Remember when Paul McCartney did that song with Kanye West in a concert and no one knew who Paul McCartney was? I know how sad They're was like that? who's this new up-and-coming artist? Like, Kanye's gonna make him really famous. <laughs> I think that was all joke articles that you're referring to there. Mm. Well, this is all over Twitter. Anyway, talking Sponge on the run. So if you've never heard our show before, what we do typically is we look at upcoming Hollywood blockbuster movies, the trailer the promotional material, anything poster, anything we can get our hands on and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. So Kieran goes away, I go away, we try to figure out what's going to happen in this movie. We nut it out. Yeah.
0: Then we come together and we see who gets it more close to what the actual movie turns out to be.
1: So when we go and see the movie, whenever they come out, at this stage it's going to be months and months if not years down the road. I feel like this is a movie that will come out on streaming services though. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I know it has been officially delayed until at least July 31 One, but it may even get pushed back further, but we'll see. Only time will tell you. You never know. Everything could just blow over tomorrow and everything will go back to normal. You never know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed indeed. So, as we said, we're talking about the third in the SpongeBob series of movies. Who would have believed that there were three movies to come out of this franchise? But it's probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, cartoon franchises of all time. Of course, behind (laughs) (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I would probably say it's even bigger than Scooby-Doo. It's probably made more money than Scooby-Doo over the years, would you say?
0: I never thought about this Series as being, I guess it is. is quite a big. It's you know, basically series.
1: Nickelodeon's signature brand. SpongeBob is like the face of Nickelodeon these days. Yeah, I guess so. And has been for years. So it's no longer that weird logo, the splat, the, <laughs> the like splat. the orange splat, or that face that appeared and was like,
0: "It's me, the
1: face." All the Rugrats, they were Nickelodeon, yeah, weren't they? That's right. Yeah, They were and, um, Nickelodeon. And that cartoon. one about
0: the girl that talks to the animals, the, the wi- Wild Thornberrys. Thorn the Wild Thornberrys. Yeah,
1: I was going to say there's no Wild Thornberrys movie, but there is. I saw it. I saw it is? in the cinemas, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty forgettable. But anyway, let's talk Speaking a little forgettable. Bit. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the history of SpongeBob. It was originally created by a gentleman called Steven Hillenburg, who also created Rocco's Modern Life, if you remember that show. Get out of town now! Were not they going to do a remake of that of that show? Yeah, yeah, that's, it's actually it actually came out last year. Oh, did it? Yeah, <laughs> it was a movie. Came and remember. went, apparently. Yeah, it was a movie, like a movie revival. I think they were planning to do a new series based on the movie revival, mm. but I don't think it ever actually eventuated. Oh damn! People were like, "Where's Spongebob Bob. We want more SpongeBob.
0: <laughs> I liked Rocco's Modern Life. I mean, it was yeah, a me bit intense at times. It was a bit weird. Was during you that could period. say that
1: about SpongeBob. Yeah, God, tell me about it, right? Because something about Steven Hillenburg is I guess he's really into like body horror because gross all of his cartoons stuff. are like gross out body horror stuff. Yeah, which is Pushing weird the for... extreme boundary for I, I, children's cartoons.
0: I remember that was a thing like in the Red and Stimpy era of cartoons. Yeah, that's Where right. They would always have that, but it's kind of weird. totally
1: rad 90s. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, SpongeBob does have that, which um, helps the demographic of their audience that are a little bit uh, more adult and taking illicit substances. Yeah, I guess I so. Think.
1: I suppose you could say that SpongeBob SquarePants is basically for all audiences. And same thing about Rocco's Modern Life. You don't have to be a child to watch it. You could be 70 years old and still get something out of it. Potentially. 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 I can't say that I still watch SpongeBob, but I certainly did have my history with it, which we'll get into in a second. But Steven Hillenburg actually came up with the original concept for this series in 1989. He really? actually developed the original idea of Bikini Bottom and an underwater world with anthropomorphic marine life all the way back in 1989 when he was a teacher. Because he's a marine biologist and he actually taught students marine biology. That would
0: make sense of why everything in Spongebob is so scientifically accurate.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like falling in a puddle underwater. And yeah, absorbing... and starting a fire underwater. Yeah, exactly. So he wrote a book It was like a book aimed at young students, children, uh, a picture book called The Intertidal Zone. And it featured a character called Bob the Sponge. Mm -hmm. You can look it up and see this unpublished, mind you, children's book and see Bob the Sponge himself. And he does, believe it or not, remarkably look a bit like SpongeBob. Okay. Now, he originally pitched the TV show as SpongeBob Ahoy. (laughs) <laughs> so Spongebob was originally going to be called Spongeboy but then they found was out Was he that a pirate? Yeah, it, it was going to be nautical themed Sort of like how the current show is nautical right. themed But they found that Sponge Boy was already copyrighted, so they couldn't use that name. Who's using Sponge Boy?
0: Was he like a reject from the train spotting gang?
1: I think it was used as like a logo for a company or something, like oh, okay. a sponge company, or maybe a restaurant. I don't know. I don't think they ever said who copyrighted it originally. Instead, he became SpongeBob, throwing back to that original Bob the Sponge. So the first ever episode aired in 1999, and I suppose- Did it really? Yeah. All oh. the way back in 99. I know it feels a little later to us because it's just been prevalent for years.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like the 2000s was when it kicked off. But anyway, mm,
1: I think that's when we got it. But the rest is history and we should go into that history right now. What's your history with SpongeBob SquarePants, Manny D?
0: This will be a quick one, Kieran, because I really don't have any history with SpongeBob. Really? Yeah, you know, you've I'm- never
1: seen an episode. Yeah, of
0: course I've seen an episode, but me and the SpongeBob Universe, the SpongeBob show kind of passed each other like two
1: ships. SpongeBob ecosystem. Two
0: ships in an ocean, really? Like, we just. Two ships in the night? I I can't say I don't like it. I can't say I do like it. It was on. I've seen episodes.
1: How old would you say you were when you first saw a SpongeBob episode? I I
0: can't remember. I, I would think I would have been about like 12 or older and. I remember they were introducing Spongebob as a new cartoon show. And I I, I can't remember how old I was, but I, I felt like I was too old to be watching those kind of cartoons. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. So it didn't really grab me. I, my brothers watched it, but didn't love it. So no one in my family was a huge Spongebob fanatic. I have no history. What, what can I say? I, there's not much I can say about uh, Spongebob and my personal feelings about him.
1: Yeah, I guess you kind of missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Pun intended, Pun intended, of course
0: Do you have any interesting history?
1: Not an interesting history per se But I do recall I first saw Spongebob When it first aired here in Australia I believe it was either the year 2000 or the year 2001 I was just starting high school So that was notable for me And I remember thinking that it was a bit below my age bracket At the time when I first saw it But weirdly enough, I was obsessed with burgers And I guess I still am to this day Obsessed with burgers and going and eating burgers You and do like a good burger Going to burger restaurants So I really enjoyed The whole burger chef angle of the show
0: the Krabby Patty.
1: Yeah, because he works as a fry cook in a kind of crappy burger chain restaurant. We've all been there. I haven't, but I guess uh, I, that's I why. <laughs> that's why it's still a, a magical world to me. The whole burger <laughs> oh, making it's, world. Oh, it's not magical at all. But yeah, that's what really drew me into watching it. So I did watch a fair few seasons of it. Just so you watched it for the burger making. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I watched a fair few seasons. So of it rather than watching up. a cooking show or something like that, you watched it. for I'd the, watch that as well. But you know, SpongeBob is like the major burger cartoon. So, so
0: you loved the episode where. Uh, He caught the jellyfish to make the jelly on the burgers.
1: Yeah. I guess any burger related episode stands out to me, like when they had that guy, the really fussy burger eater guy, come and make a really complicated yeah, make a really complicated order and he hid the pickles under his tongue. He
0: hid the pickles under his tongue. Yeah. I know those two episodes.
1: How funny is that? And they used to have this great on the Nickelodeon website, they used to have this great burger making game, like a flash game. Oh really? Where you could make the Krabby Patties. And I was obsessed with that game. I would sit and play it for hours. And you can't play it anymore. You can't find it anymore. It's long gone there you go. into the annals of the internet.
0: There you go. So, too mature for the show, but you can Not jump Not too mature
1: on for burgers. To, to play the
0: game. <laughs> Tell you what always bothered me about Spongebob is it seemed like a normal kids show for most of it, and then it would just go really weird and really disturbing. And I would yeah. just in passing, and Stimpy style see things in the Spongebob show and I'm just like
1: that bothers me. as
0: Like, like a, when he got
1: sick and a, Patrick plugged up all his sponge holes with yeah, corks and as, he turned that weird colour and like was really like full of mucus. Yeah. Yeah, as like a, as a teenager bubbles and, i believe actually
0: and as an adult there's some stuff that i've seen in that show that i'm like this is for kids this is bothering me like
1: when he shaves off all his sponge and he's just his exposed brain and organs
0: yeah I haven't seen that, but yeah, that sort of stuff.
1: I know we're a fair bit into the episode, but should we explain or, or, exactly what the deal with SpongeBob is, or just quickly, or when they ever do that like real life close-up oh, yeah. visuals of lo- high what they all look yeah. like? That's so weird and gross and disturbing. So well, that's a throwback to Rocco's Modern Life. So yeah, that's where that that comes was
0: from. also a weird show. But yeah, what were you going to say about the? Shall we explain the actual
1: premise yeah. of this show? But, yeah, yeah, we should. How would you dumb it down to the most basic audience who hasn't seen an episode of SpongeBob? We know well, he makes burgers.
0: Well, it's about... No, Um, it's a TV show about a sponge that lives in a pineapple. He is a fry cook. He is very overly... This op- is
1: underwater, mind you, of he course. He lives
0: underwater, and he is a very happy, positive,
1: simple-minded sponge. Yeah, with an even more simple-minded friend, Patrick the Starfish. Yeah,
0: and it seems everybody else in this universe is either greedy or miserable and Spongebob doesn't really see that.
1: No, depending on the episode though, he might have episodes where he is completely different because this is a show that always, to me, suffers from lack of continuity. So each episode is basically written by different people and you can really tell it because something that they'll establish in one episode is just completely thrown out the window in another episode. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten to the point now, like most cartoon shows that run for long enough, where all the characters are just flanderized, they've become even more two-dimensional than they originally were conceived as and they just exist to spout the same one-liners and do the same thing every single episode to fit the formula
0: yeah i gotta say like i appreciate that in my favorite character in this show mr krabs just because he's reminded me of a few bosses i've had in my day
1: (laughs) i guess so (laughs) everyone can relate to mr (laughs) krabs in some way
0: oh and we gotta say that it's narrated by a pirate Um, yeah i guess the style of the tv show is it's set up to be like an old style series like an old cartoon series with a theme song and
1: yeah, you know, like an old-timey 30s or 40s mm. serial cartoon. Yeah. That you might see in the cinema. And it's
0: narrated by a French person as well. Is
1: it? Yeah, you're right. Who is the same voice actor as SpongeBob, but we'll get into that in a sec. So, as we said, this SpongeBob SquarePants movie, Sponge on the Run, is the third in the series of the SpongeBob movies and it is the first SpongeBob movie to be entirely CGI.
0: Wasn't the last one CGI?
1: No, they had CGI elements, but there was still a 2D animation portion mm-hmm. in the movie. When they're underwater, it was mm-hmm. 2D animated, but when they come out into the real world, they turn into To CGI characters
0: Right Gotcha I actually saw the first movie
1: Oh really? Didn't mention that in my history Yeah it was weird (laughs) No I haven't seen Any of the Spongebob movies And I don't really care to Except now I've got to see this one Mm -hmm. So what do we know About the movie so far?
0: So so far we have one trailer Mm -hmm. And then we've also got A little teaser
1: yeah, so, a 30-second Super Bowl trailer. Unlike
0: a lot of shows aimed at families and kids, we don't have a lot of promotional material for it. Usually these kind yeah. of shows have a lot, but this does not have much at all.
1: You said, I think, last week that with Scoob and children's cartoons that they really want to get the hype going so they uh, get a lot of the promotional material out early to get people excited. But yeah, we haven't really seen a lot from this. And I suppose the fact that it's been pushed back to basically the end of the year also doesn't help us who are desperately yeah. trying to find plot details for this movie. <laughs> And it also doesn't help that it's surreal so it, we can't really break it down in a logical way cuz literally anything could happen in a CGI animated Absolutely. movie. but Especially um, a SpongeBob one.
0: But just the information on a shallow level or what we can like what we can get from the trailers that we've seen is that SpongeBob has lost his pet Gary. Gary, the snail. Gary seemingly's been snail-napped. snail mm-hmm. Snail-napped. <laughs> if I can say that right. And he's going on an adventure with Patrick to the lost city of Atlantis to try to no, the, rescue him.
1: No, the lost city of Atlantic City.
0: Atlantic City, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Atlantis. Nope. And I guess it's going to be hijinks along the way. Yeah,
1: that seems by the pretty, pretty look of succinct. It. Now, let's talk about who's in the movie. Of course, playing the titular SpongeBob SquarePants himself and Gary the Snail as well. I didn't realise that he voiced both these people. Is Tom Kenny. Now, if you're not familiar with Tom Kenny, I think I first saw him in a TV show called Mr. Show with Bob and David. Are you familiar with that show at all? No, I'm not. It starred two little known comedians, David Cross and Bob Odenkirk. And this was like a sketch show back in the 90s. But of course, as anyone will recognise, both of those people are massively famous now. Of course, Bob Odenkirk playing Better Call Saul, Saul Goodman from... From Breaking Bad And David Cross Is like the standard Nerdy guy In every single TV show And movie With the glasses And the nasally voice He was in Men in Black As well as Arrested Development Where he was turned blue Yeah He was Tobias Yeah But now Back to Tom Kenny He was also the mayor In the Powerpuff Girls If you remember that And he was also Spyro the Dragon and all the Spyro the Dragon Video games And he was also Dog in Cat Dog Yeah Now I just want to point out As well I'm extremely happy To say that This is one of the first Animated movies That we've covered That has all (laughs) <laughs> voice actors as the lead cast Well they have to have the voice actors Exactly because it came from a TV show Which was peopled entirely by voice actors mm. Yeah. So yeah we can't complain That they're just trying to get bums on seats By putting big names in even though we have a fair few big names appearing in the movie so roles. Support
0: this movie if for nothing else yeah. to
1: support voice acting. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how much these actors are making from this movie compared to the Snoop light. Dogg,
0: yeah. And Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's who we'll interesting. Get in a
1: sec. Mm, who knows? It'd be interesting to work that out. But next up, playing SpongeBob's best friend, who I guess isn't Gary the Snail, Patrick Starr is oh, I don't know how to say his last name, is Bill Fargerbach. I think that's how you say his name, Fagerbach. Does that sound right to you? That sounds right to me. Now, you may remember he played Harry. I think it was Harry. I've never actually seen the movie Dumb and Dumber, but he played the blonde one in the Dumb and Dumber cartoon. Oh, so he played Harry. Yeah, and he essentially is exactly the same character, has exactly the same voice and exactly the same mannerisms, but he's just a person instead of a starfish. (laughs) And he was also Alan Parrish in the Jumanji cartoon, if you remember that. So he's like a long-time Nickelodeon. Alan
0: Parrish...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The main character, Robin with the Williams beard. Yeah.
0: character in that cartoon.
1: Yeah, that's right. So he's a longtime Nickelodeon voice actor. Next up, playing Squidward Tentacles, is Roger Bumpus.
0: What a show stealer this guy is.
1: Yeah, and I think basically the only thing he's really famous for is playing Squidward Tentacles. Also, playing very iconic voice, the voice of every millennial in the world. I guess so. Or I would say more of like a Gen X person, like no. SpongeBob is the millennial, and then no, I don't think Squid- so at all. Squidward is the like grumpy Gen X. Maybe once upon a time shit. we were SpongeBob, but I think we're all Squidward now. Oh, Okay, you say now that we're all middle-aged adults, <laughs> yeah, yes, we can relate more to Squidward. I guess that makes sense in a context type thing. But when the show originally came out, you know, millennials were still How? pretty young.
0: It always confused me because SpongeBob is supposed to be in his twenties, which yeah.
1: is weird, but he's childlike. He's childlike. He's a man-child. How old's Squidward? Uh, I guess about 10 years older. Oh, okay. I want to know how they survived before they had SpongeBob working for them at the Krusty Crab. I think they explored that in an episode. There
0: was another... Oh, frightful. really? Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Okay. I never saw that episode. I found it in my research for this show. Oh, Moving on, playing Eugene H. Krabs is Clancy Brown. Now, he's LeChuck, right? No, that's Earl Bowen. Oh, okay. He was the prison guard in the Shawshank Redemption, if you remember that. That's right. That's who I'm thinking of. And And also... He was the Kurgan in Highlander. Yes! He's the Highlander guy. Yeah. The one who says, It's better to burn out than to fade away. (laughs) I always love Clancy Brown. I I love him too. always enjoy seeing him in anything. Uh, Maybe not SpongeBob, but... You know, when he's doing like proper serious acting, I always get a treat. Scene. He seems like he was such in a Pet Sematary an... too. <laughs>
0: yes, he seems like such a nice guy, and he plays these
1: horrible people. Yeah. I think
0: Mr. Krabs is probably the nicest character he's played because he and got that Mr. gruff Krabs- voice. Yeah,
1: He was recently in Detroit Become Human If you remember that flop Don't of a game It was a David Cage sort of Okay, You put the controller down and watch someone else play the game for you style game <laughs> Press X occasionally Right, quick time event Yeah, exactly One of those quick time event games Anyway, moving on Lazy games Playing Sheldon J. Plankton Because apparently these characters need a middle initial Is Mr. Lawrence That's actually his name It's Mr. Lawrence
0: Oh, okay.
1: Now, the only other thing that, that I really know him from is that he was the turtle in Rocco's Modern Life. Remember that one? There? The
0: one who looks yeah, like this. Yeah, of course. The really uh, nerdy, yeah. well, possibly I would say, very racist. I was going to
1: say he's sort of like a nebbish Jewish yeah. turtle. <laughs> I guess that's a little It was the racist. 90s. Yeah. They could get away with that. They loved Jewish stereotypes back in the 90s in everything. Remember Hey Arnold? That was basically one long Jewish stereotype.
0: <laughs> Wasn't uh, the frogs also like Jewish
1: stereotypes as well, or were they just... Oh, Rocco? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You could presume that they are, but I don't think anything really indicates that. I think he might have actually done The Husband The Finsters.
0: Frog. Chucky Finster was definitely a Jewish stereotype. Yeah. Anyway, let's, yeah. let's
1: keep going. Let's move on. Let, before we offend any more Jewish people out there. Next up, playing the wife of Sheldon J. Plankton is Karen Plankton, who is a computer. And she is voiced by Jill Torley. Does he have a wife? Is that something that's canon? Yeah, he bangs a computer, essentially. Okay, so... And she nags him all the time. That's sort of like the running gag. (laughs) She's like, Plank, Dan, when are you going to take out the garbage? Okay, so they must be
0: going through social distancing and quarantine as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. He was (laughs) way ahead of the (laughs) curve. So Jill Torley was also in Mr. Show as well Along with Tom Kenny I think that's where they met And they are now married
0: Oh, nice
1: I think she collaborates She was also in Rocco's Modern Life But she basically collaborates on any show that Tom Kenny's in Because I guess they just like working together
0: What a rare thing
1: Yeah, getting along with your yeah. significant other What a strange world At
0: work, I mean, you know
1: Now I always thought that this character Sandy Cheeks Was like the girlfriend of SpongeBob But SpongeBob, no. SpongeBob seems to be fairly asexual
0: Doesn't he have a crush on Sandy? That's yeah, it thought.
1: seems that way But it's not really Confirmed. And now Sandy Cheeks is played by Carolyn Lawrence, who you may remember as playing Cindy Vortex in the Jimmy Neutron series and the movie as well. Yeah. That really annoying character. I always hated Sandy Cheeks in SpongeBob, don't you. Just found her voice and mannerisms really grating. Her American gun hose. Yeah, or like Texas. Everything's great in Texas. Remember when she got depressed about Texas? <laughs> no. <laughs> she was homesick because apparently she's from Texas. Right. And then, yeah, she was just really depressed, even though she chose to live. Under the under, sea. Under the sea. In a bubble. Like she, you could go back anytime, Sandy. How did she build her home? I guess she built it before she went down there and just like lowered it into the ocean. Okay. She's a enough. scientist. She can do anything.
0: Is she a scientist? Yeah. I guess she makes something in this movie. So yeah, exactly. Because it makes sense. What a funny name as well.
1: Sandy Cheeks. Yeah, yeah. It's like the best pun next to Bikini Bottom. And Mr. Krabs. Anyway. Yeah. Next up. I don't know what her impact in the movie will be, but playing Mrs. Puff, who is SpongeBob's driving teacher, boat driving teacher, is Mary Jo Catlett. I think she played the third maid in different strokes. I think that's the only the thing. The third maid? Yeah. Wow. They had a number of maids and she played the third The maid.
0: third maid, there you go. I
1: used to love watching different strokes around the same time that I was watching Spongebob, so I was like, <laughs> that's that's Mrs. Puff.
0: Hey! Um, I, I have a feeling that some of these characters and Mrs. Puff included yeah. are just going to be... They're just going to pop up yep. to have
1: their prerequisite scene to make sure that you know it's in the Spongebob world and I don't think they'll overall have a huge impact. For example, the last person I wanted to talk about, the last major named character I want to talk about is Mr. Krabs Whale Daughter Pearl Crabs Who is played by Laurie Allen And a lot of
0: questions are asked why how a crab is uh, the father of a A whale. whale.
1: I I guess that's the joke.
0: That's another great name as well. Because whenever he says Mother of Pearl, I always get a chuckle out of
1: that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Now, (laughs) we've actually talked about Laurie Allen before. Not specifically, but we've talked about a Laurie Allen vehicle before because she plays Bonnie's mum in the Toy Story movies. Does she now? Yep. Well, there you go. So we have seen her in stuff before. Ah,
0: Making an appearance. She'll be the next uh, German Honsu.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. Now, speaking of, we know that Keanu Reeves is going to appear in the movie as Sage, and we yep. know that Snoop Dogg is going to appear in the movie as himself, and Aquafina is going to have a undisclosed role in the movie as well. So I guess we've got to work in these three characters and how exactly they'll impact in the movie, but I think we can pretty much guess. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get straight into our plots. Cool. Enough fiddle fishing around, and I think you're going first, Maddie D. I'm
0: going first. All right. So, let's start off with our beginning. So, this film will open with SpongeBob waking up to an alarm and greeting his snail, Gary. It's like
1: a boat horn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he greets his neighbor, Squidward, and he goes to do his job Squidward that he loves. Squidward
1: just gives him the finger. Yeah, like eight fingers. Uh, There's a squid, not an octopus (laughs) What's the difference? Well, Squidward only has four tentacles I thought their
0: head was the difference
1: Actually, no, Squidward has six tentacles, weirdly enough Because he has four legs and two arms
0: Yeah, he has four legs, two arms
1: I don't know, I'm not a marine biologist like the creator of the show. We should show. have
0: done our research about these Oh, animals. who
1: cares? He doesn't anyway. have six fingers. He just has a single tentacle. He wears a polo shirt. I think we can yeah. get over
0: it. So he goes to his job that he loves doing at the Krusty Crabs. Krusty Crab. Yeah, the Krusty Crab. As we get reacquainted with all the old characters of the TV show. Spongebob will be overly... All the ho- tired characters <laughs> of the TV. The Flanderized characters of the TV show. Anyway. So he'll be overly optimistic. He loves his life. He goes home for the day and has dinner in a dog ball with his pet snail, Gary. SpongeBob will then nostalgically tell Gary about the first time they met. We get a flashback where we see a young SpongeBob at Camp Coral as he is a Boy Scout.
1: I thought it was like a summer camp. I suppose he is wearing like a scout style he uniform. He's wearing a scout uniform, which yeah, makes I guess me think makes it's sense. a
0: scout. And I could see SpongeBob being like a Boy Scout.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Unless it's a... Sonic By the fan. way, this is setting up a new spin-off series. This is like a, a new SpongeBob series is it that really? they're setting up called Camp Coral. Oh. Where it's SpongeBob as a kid and his adventures with younger SpongeBob characters.
0: Like Patrick.
1: I guess so. I don't know if he'll directly be in the show, but I'm sure they won't be able to okay. resist. Well, in this flashback, we
0: don't see Patrick if he's there or not,
1: because he's quite
0: lonely. But he has the same wide-eyed optimistic nature as as well as clumsy bad luck as we see in the trailer. Well he falls down the stairs (laughs) into a puddle underwater. Puddle underwater. (laughs) He finds a snail behind a rock and asks if he wants it to be his friend. SpongeBob asks the snail what his name is, and the snail regurgitates meow. a... This is not in the trailer. This is just a guess, by the way. Okay. Regurgitates a license plate or a sign that says Gary, and he realizes that... And I know in the trailer, he just meows, and he goes, oh, your name is Gary, but this is what I think it's going to be a gag like this. And so SpongeBob says, oh, your name is Gary. I thought he just named him after Gary Glitter, his favorite artist. Can't be his favorite artist anymore. <laughs> okay, I guess not. <laughs> SpongeBob and Gary watch the sunset together, and SpongeBob... SpongeBob promises they'll be friends forever. And just before SpongeBob goes to sleep, he hugs Gary and wishes him a good night. Now, just as SpongeBob is in bed making his iconic snoring noises, was oh, this
1: back in modern day or is this This still... is back in modern okay. day. So, so the flashback's back.
0: over. Okay. He goes, uh, he says goodbye to
1: Gary, he hugs him, goes to bed, he does Goodbye, that. Gary. <laughs> good night. And gently suffocates him with a pillow. <laughs> and he and You he... had a good life, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So
0: we see SpongeBob snoring then yeah, That stuff Bubbles come out And while he's asleep A mysterious boat slash car Because you know how yeah. Their cars are boats For yeah. some weird reason Because they're boats, underwater But boats are above water Not in this universe Anyway, whatever It's not my job to question this It arrives in Bikini Bottom We're a little bit suspicious, as our audience, Mm. as the audience here. So SpongeBob wakes up. He does his morning routine again of rushing into work and opening up the Krusty Krabs. And Mr. Krabs. Krusty Krab. What do I keep saying? Krusty (laughs) Krabs. And Mr. Krabs bursts in, telling SpongeBob and Squidward that they've just received an order for a load of Krabby Patties. Mm. And we, as the audience, know it's for the mysterious boat. A flashy sequence occurs when SpongeBob cooks all the Krabby Patties and sends them all off to the patron.
1: And he is the hero of the day.
0: And the patrons all cheer at the impressive feat of Spongebob to cook all those Krabby Patties. Satisfied with his work, he comes back home to realise that Gary is gone. Oh no. With only a suspicious green slime
1: remaining. Or it might be blue, depending on what trailer you watched. I, I saw green, was it yeah. blue? Yeah, in the Super Bowl trailer it's blue. Ooh. In the official trailer it's green Now also there's poo missing from the little box In the Super Bowl trailer (laughs) I did notice that You looked out for that did you? I go frame by frame in the trailer (laughs) So I notice these details There you go And I always look out for poo as you
0: say So Spongebob asks everyone if he knows where Gary is And no one really knows or cares This is a good time to get our little cameos of all our characters Particularly Mr. Krabs Because he's just had a massive payday He doesn't care He's counting his money Yeah. Uh, So Spongebob is distraught Spongebob asks his friends Sandy for help, so she discovers that the slime that's been left on Gary's snail home yep. is the same slime that was coming out of that mysterious boat that arrived in Bikini Bottom. Oh, really, just I just thought it was slime from Gary. Day. Well, when does Gary ever have slime? All the time, does he? Yeah,
1: I've ruined. Well, I've ruined the in plot anyway. My
0: plot. Yeah. it's from
1: the boat. Okay, okay, because this is shooting out slime this, out of this tailpipe. No.
0: You haven't listened to my plot yet. Stop jumping the gun because I'm going to answer that. SpongeBob tastes the slime and recognizes the slime is from a jellyfish that's found A green jellyfish or a blue one. Yeah, exactly. Only in the lost city of Atlantic City. Yeah. That's how smart my plot is. Wow. Which only Plankton knows about. So they get information from him of how to find Atlantic
1: City. Well, they'd get it from his wife.
0: Or his wife, yeah. Yeah. Karen. (laughs) So Sandy helps them by giving them a robot since they can't drive. Or drive well. Or drive well. In asking Mr. Krabs from for help Because Mr. Krab wants to get this jellyfish Because it's a rare jellyfish that he can sell He right. decides to help them out by giving them a vehicle But he's also Take very car. He's also very cheap so he gives them This uh, vehicle made of condiments But he sells it as a legendary Vehicle that's right. really special And so Spongebob
1: is wowed by it How come Spongebob is never driving it in the movie But Sandy and Mr. Krabs are driving it If he gives it to them
0: They're just driving it in the movie
1: No they're not, they're driving a regular boat I thought they were driving this car No. Okay. In Matty D plot this is what's in happening d's plot, this is what's happening because the what's that going past the window is that maddie d's points in the future just <laughs> flying past the window bye hey nice to know hey you. we haven't seen them we okay. haven't seen the movie yet yeah, you know things enough. change
0: from the trailer so yeah, in my plot enough. in my plot they're giving it to him and you know it's fueled by condiments that's how it yep. drives its wheels are made of gherkins pickles. or pickles yep. where, wherever you're from you know we will call th- them gherkins here they go off on an adventure, both him and Patrick, since Patrick does not want to leave his best friend behind. So they're informed that they need to go to find a sage, and the only way to find this mysterious sage is to go to the surface, which is Ooh. where they go.
1: And, and they went there in the previous movie. So, ah, so they're
0: all they're yeah. familiar with the surface. So when they go to the surface, it's kind of styled as a western town, where they go into an old-style saloon.
1: and Get into a bar fight? They do.
0: Okay. They end up getting into a bar fight, and there's a mysterious figure that looks really, really intimidating. It turns out to be Snoop Dogg. And instead of fighting him he has a dance number
1: nice anyway all hijinks drop him like he's hot (laughs) exactly if the bitch drops an attitude (laughs) (laughs) wasn't me
0: um they eventually i was (laughs) shag eventually they do meet uh the sage played by keanu reeves and he teaches spongebob about the ancient ways of the fry cook through some comedic scenes Mm. and points out the direction of atlantic city it's that way Whoa. He also tells him that he believes the person that stole him, uh, stole Gary, was
1: Poseidon. Mm. So they're not to be confused with King Neptune from the first SpongeBob exactly, movie. Exactly,
0: exactly, which is supposed to be the same thing, but this is a different character. Yeah, exactly. So they arrive at Atlantic City, and SpongeBob is seduced by the glitz and glam of this casino-heavy mm. world, and he goes and he goes li- and he, l- he gets a little bit carried away. He knows somebody big and intimidating, and Aquafina. Th- <laughs> so just imagine in this scene, this will be where Aquafina is. They will might right. do some like dance number. Or
1: something like yeah. that, but well, Aquafina is a rapper, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So just imagine SpongeBob's gone crazy. He's like, she's gonna sing her signature song, My Vag <laughs> My veg score Yo, veg. Look like Tony Danza. My veg like taste in heaven. Yo,
0: veg manages a 7-11. No jokes there. <laughs> So Spongebob is like, you know, going all in on this and winning a lot of, uh, you know, rounds of whatever they play in an underwater casino. And he bumps into, yeah, roulette, sure. It'd be a very slow roulette because it's underwater. It's like yeah. the wheel
1: It just keeps spinning forever.
0: So, Sp- so Spongebob bumps into someone big and intimidating and this person confronts Spongebob and he's like really scared. And this guy's like, what are you doing here? And Spongebob will say, I'm here to see Poseidon. He's like, you want to see Poseidon, huh? You want to see Poseidon? I'll show you Poseidon. And he takes him to Zip. Poseidon. And that's where we meet Poseidon. Yep, And this intimidating aura of Poseidon, this character that we've only been told about, this big villain turns out to just to be a lazy gamer, who is quite friendly. And Gary was his snail that he had when he was a child and he lost him. And he's right. been spending his whole life searching for him to get him back. He's also a massive fan of SpongeBob through reputation. So oh, when really? he came into
1: Bikini Bottom, that's why he ordered all those Krabby Patties because he's a massive fan of oh, wow. the legend of Spongebob. Never thought to go and meet him and shake his hand, but he was just like, I'll eat his Krabby Patties from a distance. <laughs>
0: well, he knows about uh, Fry Cook. And I brought my
1: jellyfish to shoot slime everywhere as well, because, you know, why not? <laughs> well, you know, the, he ran over a jellyfish on the way there. <laughs> it was just it's it just on the wheel the car, and just like leaving a trail, and somehow ended up in Spongebob's house, because he snuck in, it was on his shoes, he snuck in and watched Spongebob while he was sleeping. <laughs> (laughs) And then took Gary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Wow. So
0: SpongeBob realises that this is goodbye. He says goodbye to Gary in an emotional scene. And in the tear-jerking spot of this movie, we'll have a flashback from the cartoon show. So actual footage of SpongeBob and Gary. 2D animation. Exactly. 2D animation and their hijinks together and all their happy memories. But because no Nickelodeon cartoon or no cartoon movie can be too serious for too long, we'll see a comedic scene where SpongeBob is crying over the top. So you know how he's you know, at, at an Atlantic City bar as everything reminds him of Gary. So the bartender meows. Uh, the guy who wins the slot
1: machine is named Gary. On the slot machine, there's three snails that line up <laughs> to give him the jackpot.
0: Yeah. Patrick, feeling sorry for his friend Spongebob, goes to see Poseidon, and he takes him a picture of Gary and Spongebob. Hey, hey, Poseidon. He takes him a picture of Gary and SpongeBob together. Look at this picture that SpongeBob made for Gary. So he's just like, "Hey, just just for uh, Gary to keep with him because SpongeBob really meant a lot to him." If Gary can articulate that, no, yes. if sorry, if Patrick can articulate that, Buh. so
1: he, he gives because he he's got
0: he's got to have something to do in this movie. So yeah. he gives he gives Poseidon this picture to give to Gary and Gary You're or giving
1: Patrick a bit too much credit here.
0: Gary or Garth because that's what's going to be his actual name that Poseidon Garth. gave. <laughs> okay. He realizes that Gary belongs to SpongeBob. And we have a scene where Gary returns to SpongeBob in a tearful, happy conclusion. Poseidon then comes out and says that he realizes that they actually belong together and asks if he can visit Gary from time to time in Bikini Bottom and to have some of those delicious Krabby Patties. Mm. Everyone is happy. Keanu Reeves, sorry. Sorry. Sage looks on and says something cryptic, and that's where we finish
1: the movie. You'll say, "Whoa,
0: whoa! Watch John Wick Chapter 4 And I got to say, I'm pretty confident. Um,
1: I'm oh pretty wow, confident. you're confident with that? Yeah, I-, I can't believe it because you said that you thought that our plots would be pretty similar, but they I don't should think, be the same. I don't think they're really similar at all. I mean, they've got similar aspects, but a lot of differences. Let's get into it straight away. So, did you watch the trailer? Yeah, I watched the trailer, <laughs> but I think the movie will start with SpongeBob and Patrick going to the cinema, and this is going to be. <laughs> <a pretty laughs> No, that's a joke. No. (laughs) Listen to our scoob episode if you don't get that reference. But no, I think the movie will open with an upbeat musical number by Cindy Lauper and we'll see SpongeBob going about his daily business. So he gets up in the morning, his alarm clock wakes him up, just like in your plot. Sounds a lot different to my plot already. Exactly. And he goes to work at the Krusty. He goes to work at the Krusty. Sorry. (laughs) And he goes to work at the Krusty Crab where he is hailed as a hero by the patrons. So SpongeBob will return home after another great day at work and has dinner with his pet snail, Gary. As they eat, Spongebob reflects on his history with Gary, leading us to a flashback. Of course, we know this is back at Camp Coral. We go back in time to when Spongebob was a child on his first day at Camp Coral, which I've said is a summer camp. So it's It probably like, is. It's one of those ones where you go and you wear a uniform, like the ones in the old days, in the 70s, where you go mean, to the camp and dress like an Indian or a spaceman.
0: <laughs> I mean, like Spongebob dresses pretty formal most of the time. Maybe yeah. this is just what Spongebob wears. Because... I think it's
1: just like the camp uniform. You remember that TV show, Camp Laszlo Which by the way I think was also Starring Tom Kenny Yeah 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 I think it's going to be like that Because in that show They wear a uniform And they do activities It's because the
0: artist Didn't want to like Make individual clothes For the characters
1: Yeah I guess so Anyway, so none of the other kids at the camp want to be friends with SpongeBob because they find him too weird and he's lonely and dejected until, as the sun sets on the first day, SpongeBob sits by himself on a log to watch the sunset where he meets Gary as a baby snail. And the two become fast friends. Well, I guess SpongeBob just adopts him as his pet. Mm. So we return to present day where we see another day in the life of SpongeBob. He goes to the Krusty Krab. Fries it up like mad And returns home But something's off When Spongebob returns home Gary is missing Leaving nothing but Either green Or blue Depending on what they decide (laughs) on In the movie Slime It'll be yellow. Yeah, probably. SpongeBob runs all over Bikini Bottom, searching for Gary, but has no luck. As SpongeBob and his best friend Patrick search SpongeBob's house, they come across a clue. He's gone on a pilgrimage. Yeah, exactly. He's left a little (laughs) map and he's gone with his snail friends. No, he finds a a single clue, which is a single casino chip, which they believe is from the real world Las Vegas, since they've been out of the water before and probably know about real world locations by now. So, SpongeBob and Patrick decide to head well, out. Continuity, yeah, yeah. Like they're <laughs> ever going to pay attention to to continuity in the SpongeBob world. So, SpongeBob and Patrick head out on a road trip to find and rescue Gary. Since SpongeBob still doesn't have his boat license, they'd get a robot driver from Sandy to act as their chauffeur before setting out on the open road. Makes sense? Yep. So like, Sandy, you gotta help us. We can't drive. Oh, no worries, SpongeBob. In Texas, I built this robot. He's gonna drive you places. So they head out on the open road, of course, and SpongeBob and Patrick leave the ocean and travel through a number of real-world American locations as they head towards Las Vegas. At some point in the trip the, the two wall, friends <laughs> like the great wall of china or like the wall. pink floyd's the wall separating
0: mexico and, and oh yeah <laughs>
1: right the Trump wall. <laughs> yeah, they'll see that 200 metres of Trump wall that's fallen over in the wind <laughs> and laugh at it before travelling on their way. So I think that SpongeBob and Patrick will have a falling out as is standard of cartoon movies. Really? They're going to get into a petty argument and have a period in the trip where they don't really want to talk to each other and they're just snarky to one another. Well, at least SpongeBob is and Patrick doesn't really get it. Now, I think this will be over whether Gary or Patrick is SpongeBob's best friend. Ah... But don't be too concerned, kids, because they'll make up within a matter of scenes. They'll come across something that will bring their friendship back together. Whether it's just Patrick being stupid and Spongebob goes, Oh, I can't stay mad at you, Patrick. Come here, give me a kiss. While traveling through Nevada, Spongebob and Patrick come across the Sage, played by Keanu Reeves, who is an all-knowing tumbleweed. They show him the casino chip, and the Sage tells him that it didn't come from Las Vegas, but it in fact came from the lost city of Atlantic City, which is the home of Poseidon. So this means that their whole adventure up to this point has been a complete waste of time and just done to pad out the runtime. And the sage also tells them that they need to get lost to find the lost city of Atlantis. I like it. Atlantic City, sorry. So with Patrick's help, because this is his major way of contributing to the movie. He's good at getting lost. Yeah, the two friends manage to lose themselves when they return to their underwater world, which leads them directly to Atlantic City, which of course is a huge casino dominated city. But even though they were warned by Sage, the sponge and starfish don't realise the true power of Atlantic City, which is it mesmerises its visitors with all its flashy lights and fun amenities, not anemones. (laughs) So it's not because they're dim-witted, it's because no, it's like, there's a power. Yeah, everyone who's in the city is trapped there, basically, and forced to spend all their money because of this power that the city has. So it's a real casino. Yeah, exactly. It's all an elaborate metaphor. So because they're mesmerised by the city, it traps them there until they spend all their money on casino games. Now, I think Snoop Dogg will make a cameo here in the major casino, in Poseidon's Casino.
0: You don't think he'll be in the... What, surface? the
1: western town in like a saloon? No, of course not. I think he'll come out on stage... He's like, underwater. Yeah, Exactly. It's magic. So he'll come out on stage like Frankie Valli or whatever in a big casino stage show and do a song and dance number with backup dancers. They may or may not be animated fishwomen. And I also think Aquafina will appear as like a croupier or something like that in this casino. Okay. So naturally, SpongeBob and Patrick immediately get distracted and start spending huge amounts of money, which soon attracts the attention of Atlantic City's big boss, Poseidon. Meanwhile, back in Bikini Bottom, we learn that Plankton (laughs) had recently visited Atlantic City And had fallen into debt with Poseidon and his thugs. So he overspent on the roulette table. Maybe he threw a double seven on the craps table and he needed a double four.
0: Yeah, he's pretty poor anyway, so
1: he probably didn't have a lot of money to give. Since nobody comes and eats at the chum bucket, he fell into debt with Poseidon, but Plankton quickly realised that Poseidon was a rare collector of exotic pets. And the one that he couldn't get his hands on, the jewel in the crown, was a -a one-of-a-kind blue snail. Even though in the TV show we've seen countless other blue snails exactly like Gary, but they're not going to pay attention to continuity as we've established. So
0: Plankton's the bad guy?
1: Yeah, he's always the bad guy. Well, no, he's not the direct bad guy. Poseidon's going to be the bad guy, but it's Plankton's fault. So, Plankton knew that Spongebob had a blue snail and snail-napped Gary to pay off his debt to Poseidon, which allowed him to return to Bikini Bottom. So, Sandy Cheeks and Mr. Krabs learn of this story from Plankton and realise that Spongebob and Patrick are heading directly for a dangerous conflict with Poseidon. So, they force Squidward to join them. Someone's been watching a lot of Mafia movies. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) They force Squidward to join them in a rescue effort. They break his fingers and say, you've got to come (laughs) with us or else you'd be sleeping with the fishes, not like you don't every day anyway. (laughs) They enter an underground workshop beneath the Krusty Krab and take Mr. Krab's high-powered burger car to Atlantic City, which has been souped up by Sandy. After spending big at the casino, SpongeBob and Patrick get dragged into Poseidon's penthouse. This is basically turning into casino. I see your point now. <laughs> And I think Poseidon, he won't be a gamer, like a laid-back, nerdy gamer, like in your plot. I think he'll be a rich, overweight, classless, Las Vegas-type gangster. Okay. So he won't be like King Neptune in the first SpongeBob movie. He'll be overweight, wear heaps of rings and chains. Basically be a stereotypical, like, 70s mafia movie boss.
0: Yeah, kingpin-type guy. Yeah,
1: exactly. So once they're in this penthouse, SpongeBob will quickly spot Gary amongst Poseidon's treasures... However, Gary appears to be quite content living the pampered high life Thanks to Patrick, he and SpongeBob are also now in debt to the casino Because Patrick made a stupid decision on the roulette table And Poseidon plans to make them work for him in indentured servitude for the rest of their lives
0: Is he an affable kind of guy or is he just like a mean... He's
1: a mean, thuggish type guy Okay, so you're scaring the kids Yeah, I hope so But he'll he'll be mean but in a comic way So he'll be really short and fat and the kids will point and laugh (laughs) As is standard (laughs) So Sandy, Mr. Krabs and Squidward arrive at Atlantic City, but Squidward and Mr. Krabs are immediately distracted by all the casino games and the opportunity to win big. Especially Mr. Krabs. Yeah, exactly. It's like taking a drug addict to like a drug den. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. But, but he doesn't
0: like spending money, though.
1: Yeah, but he, he's seduced by the idea of making heaps of money. So, I don't know, he gets out his lucky Money, dollar. money, money, he's money, like, money. put it on red. But Sandy has expected this. <laughs> put it on red. And manages to break the spell on them by giving them They Live-style sunglasses, which block... Uh-huh the negative effects of the casino.
0: And is there any promotional material that indicates this? Or you no, just pulling...
1: this is just something that I hope they do. Okay. So like they'll put on the glasses and suddenly everything's in black and white to them and they'll see like, spend, go out and procreate <laughs> just instead of like the big flashy casino games <laughs> and billboards. And they're just all in just like an empty room yeah. in real life. Well, it, they just see it for what it really is and so they're no longer compelled to spend money and buy things. So the trio burst into Poseidon's penthouse to confront him, leading to an extended karate fight scene between our heroes and Poseidon and his goons. Who's karate fighting? Like, Sandy, I Sandy and SpongeBob. They okay. put on those giant oversized karate hands, and they start smacking people. Because Squidward ain't. No, he's, like, just tripping people over while being snarky on the side of the room.
0: <laughs> he's, he's hurting their feelings. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's playing he's his playing clarinet. <laughs> he's playing his clarinet,
1: and they, like, have to cover their ears and run out of the room. Good idea. I hope they do that. During the fight, SpongeBob manages to convince Gary that even though he can't pamper him as much as Poseidon can, he will love him as a friend much more than Poseidon ever could. This causes Gary to shed a tear and rejoin SpongeBob as his trusty pet. Once Poseidon has been defeated, SpongeBob and the gang return home, having learnt several valuable lessons during their journey. And I think the movie will end with SpongeBob returning to his normal daily routine, going to work and being just generally positive. But this time, he takes extra care to let Gary know that he'll always be his best buddy next to Patrick. You and Patrick are equally my best buddies. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <Well>, yeah, sure. <laughs> if there's anyone
0: listening over in that
1: rock that I live next <laughs> to,
0: you're equally my best buddies. Oh, thanks, Spongebob. So meanwhile, there's a big evil industry that's clouding Bikini Bottom. Or I guess it's not in Bikini Bottom. but no. It's like clouding it's a the underworld
1: or world. So if you go out into the wilderness and lose yourself, that's the way that you find Atlantic City because you realise that mm-hmm. there is a house in Atlantic City. They call Poseidon's Casino. Anyway, moving on. It's all a metaphor for losing hope and throwing all your money into the pokies. Well, wow, that's gambling. deep. It's going to teach the kids deep is the ocean a valuable lesson about gambling. Buying stuff. Yeah, and overspending and spending money on stupid stuff. Yeah. Like a SpongeBob movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly.
1: But anyway, that is things. the plot of my SpongeBob movie. Now, when I wrote it, I wasn't confident, but now that I've heard your plot, I feel way more confident. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm
0: super confident in my plot.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I am looking forward to seeing this See, movie I... whenever it comes out, just for this pure challenge. <laughs> I think of who's going to be closer. I think you're giving them a little bit too much credit. I think. Everything in oh, this mine's movie. mine's
0: too plot heavy. No, I think there's not going to be any real danger, right. no real bad guy, and no real conflict. I didn't see the other SpongeBob movie, so I don't really know the formula of. So them. there's there's not going to be a fight between Patrick and SpongeBob. The bad guy is not even be, a little argument. Nah, okay. It's it, the bad guy is going to be harmless. It's all going to be a misunderstanding. Everybody is going to be happy and positive and good the whole way through.
1: Okay, fair enough, I guess we'll see when the movie comes out We will so this it, was, We'll have a lot of stakes in this
0: yeah, one Who, so, Who'd have
1: thought Exactly SpongeBob movie Who devices. would have thought that this would drive a wedge between <laughs> us and End this 15 plus year working relationship <laughs> Anyway, so if you have any theories on what you think is going to happen in Sponge on the Run You can let us know If you think we're both completely wrong and you have a better idea You can let us know at several places You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site You can send us an email at PotentialSpoilersPod at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and send us a little DM. Mm, You can. Maybe even Twitter or what's the other one? Instagram. Instagram, if that's your method of communication of choice.
0: Definitely can.
1: Also, let us know who you think is closer. Who do you reckon has the better plot? Me or Maddie D?
0: Yeah, and is there anything we missed in the trailer?
1: There's probably heaps of little details we missed or lore about SpongeBob that we've completely <laughs> are you glossed a over.
0: SpongeBob fan, yeah. have you been waiting for this movie? Are you nostalgic are about? You excited because I don't think we are. Are you nostalgic for this uh, franchise to be born on the big are screen? Are you
1: ten? Somehow downloaded this <laughs> podcast. Send us a letter if you're ten years old. Yeah. About what you think is going to happen to your favorite character, SpongeBob. Yes, please do. <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be like little with a little hand-drawn picture of SpongeBob and us. Sitting around. I look forward to getting Karen
0: that. and Maddie D are doo-doo heads and we're wrong.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: That's most of our fan mail to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're acting like it's not that already. <laughs> uh, so before we go, we should probably mention as well what we're gonna be talking about next week. Of course we're predicting another upcoming movie. When this is coming out Who knows I think it's due to come out In August But we're going back To the superhero well Oh great And we're going to be Predicting the plot To the upcoming Wonder Woman sequel Wonder Woman 1984 Yes Which personally I don't know I'm not really into Superhero movies I've never seen The original Wonder Woman movie But I'm really keen To see what they do With the 80s setting mm-hmm.
0: I'm excited I think for it will one. have a
1: great soundtrack Yes, And from what I understand The original Wonder Woman movie was pretty decent Yes, I'm going to have to watch it in the interim um, To I, find out what I'll, was going I'll, on I think it was good, I, I have opinions on it though But I guess right. I'll, I'll cover that in the next yeah. episode Wait until I've seen it and then we can discuss it together But we'll talk all about that next week And until then, stay safe out there Stay safe and we'll keep giving you great podcasts From yes. our isolation bunker that we're, we're in right now That's right <laughs> We've moved from a studio to a bunker. We're in a quarantine zone. And even though Hollywood has stopped putting out movies for the time <laughs> being, we're not going to stop putting out podcasts where we predict what's going to happen. In no, there. no.
0: We're locked in a like, lab and we're just producing podcasts. Pumping yes. it out there. But we're forced to.
1: <laughs> so until then, <laughs> The boss will bye-bye. yell at us. All right. See you next week. Never be allowed to hear ever. Internet it has that buried in the deep in you know, a pit
0: in the middle of the earth somewhere. You know, this this is the only you know, if it wasn't for the Christmas shit, I wouldn't fucking work. This is the only time of the year that I fucking work. It pisses me off. It's like, you know, I'm glad to have it, knock on wood, but mother,
1: fucker, you know a... Sponge. Sponge. SpongeBob and Patrick We're searching everyone For the Sponge On the run Sponge On the run